0: Hey, welcome to 5 Minutes. We're in Galatians chapter 1 um, and picking picking up down here in, in verse 13. This is Paul writing a bunch of Christians in Galatians. He says this, For you have heard of my former life in Judaism, how I persecuted the church of God violently and tried to destroy it. I mean, how, how violent was Paul? Well, you got to remember, the end of Acts chapter 7, Stephen became the first martyr. So the religious leaders that heard Stephen speak to them uh, they heard what he had to say, and they were ticked. I mean, he confronted them pretty boldly. They made sure that they drug him out, and then they took off their cloaks, laid them at a young at the feet of a young man named Saul, who is Paul, and then they picked up they picked up stones and began to hurl them at Stephen until he died. But it says that Paul stood there in approval of this. Also, when you go later into in the very beginning of of Acts chapter eight, it says that Paul was going from place to place and to house to house, arresting Christians and dragging them off to jail. I mean, his goal, was to eradicate the world of all Christians. So this is his former life. This is what it was like before he came to Christ. He says, verse 14, And I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my own age, among my people, so extremely zealous was I for the traditions of my fathers. But when he... So this is when God intervenes. So at the proper time. So but when God, but when he who had set me apart before I was born. Guys, a reminder for those of you that are followers of Jesus, that all happened... You were set apart before time began, before you were even born, you were set apart. This was this was part of the plan of God. And who called me by his grace. It's not anything that I can do, anything that I deserve on my own, I can't earn it. It's all by his grace. Paul saying, I was called all by God's grace. Was pleased, do you realize it pleased God to reveal Jesus to Paul, and it pleased God to reveal Jesus to you and to me. It, it was his pleasure to reveal his son to, to me. In order that, now watch, he connects it. The revelation of Jesus to Paul, connecting him to a right relationship with God, being seen as righteous before God because of Jesus' sacrifice. Yes, he's in right relationship, but also his purpose is connected to that right relationship. See, faith works. Uh, faith works. It's not, I'm not saved by my works, but faith should be able to be seen. So when you get to the end, in Ephesians chapter two, uh, eight through 10, you see it, I've, I've quoted it before over and over when it talks about we're saved by grace through faith and this not of yourselves it's the gift of God not by works so no one can boast and so it's clear I'm not saved by my works but in verse 10 for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus this would be the description that Paul is giving when the son of God was revealed to him created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God has prepared in advance for us to do so he says, okay, so this is what happened. He's revealed to me in order that I might preach him among the Gentiles. And then you would jump down to verse 18, down through verse 22. He's kind, of given, he's kind of given a testimony as to where he went after he surrendered to Jesus. I mean, after three years, he went up to Jerusalem. He also mentions going through the regions of Syria and Cilicia. He's mentioning all this. But then you get to verse 23. It says, they only were hearing it said, he who used to persecute us is now preaching the faith he once tried to destroy. And they glorify God because of me. Friends, I want to encourage us. And I think it's so important for us. Whenever, whenever I remind and whenever I'm reminded, so I'm reminding you and I'm being reminded when we look in the scriptures and Jesus says, I want you to love your enemies and I want you to pray for those who persecute you. Why? Because we want them to come to Christ. We want them to have the same kind of story. And we have this same kind of story. Now, maybe you didn't grow up persecuting the church violently, but we all have things we wish we could take back things that we said that we wish we could take back, actions we did that we wish we could take back. I get that, but we kind of live in a culture that if you've made any mistakes in the past, you're canceled out. The problem with that, and if you've jumped into that, if you as a follower of Jesus jump into that, then what you should do is get rid of half of the New Testament, which Paul wrote, because at one point in his life, he was, he was persecuting the church violently. Guys, you realize that one of the great oppressors of the church became one of the greatest champions for Christ and his church. And that's Paul. Friends, may we never. And I want to encourage those that just feel like it's it's hopeless. When you're thinking of somebody that you want to see come to Jesus, there's no way they're going to come to Jesus. There's no one on planet Earth who thought that Paul was going to surrender to Jesus at any time. And yet, before he was born, he was set apart. Guys, we want to we want to move We want to move through life. We want to move forward with Jesus begging to see from his perspective of eternity not our limited perspective. And may we not jump into this cancel culture. May that not jump into the church. May we continue to be the redemptive community that, yeah, we've got some baggage and we've made some mistakes and we've got sin and we've confessed and we've given our lives to Jesus. And then we're gonna move forward keeping each other accountable as we move forward as disciples who go out and make disciples. But may we never just ditch people just because of their past. May we walk with them day by day following the instructions of scripture. Trusting the Holy Spirit to give us guidance and wisdom as we keep going. Friends, I love you more than you know. You take care.